Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Now it's time for Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in D.C. on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C., where, well, we're going to have the traffic problems that they're experiencing today and. It's already started in New York, even though it's a, a holiday, and Happy New Year to all of our friends. But uh, how are you, my friend? Fine, Sean. I, I just saw somebody that the Pope is getting ready to do a Mass, and as he's walking down the center aisle of the church, I saw people turn their back to the Pope wow. in order to get a selfie of themselves <laughs> with the Pope behind them. That's funny. Yeah, and, and there, were, there were Catholic nuns. There was this one woman who was visibly shaking as the Pope approached. And, you know, you're not supposed to touch the Pope, obviously. Uh, as a matter of fact, Congress, had, they actually have set up protocol where the when he speaks to the joint yeah, session. elbow people out. Yeah, yeah. The, joint meeting, joint meeting, joint meeting. Joint meeting. Sorry, joint session, joint meeting, joint whatever. I'm sorry, so, I didn't get the protocol right. So this nun, her hand, you can just see her hand shaking. And so excited, and she reached out to touch him. You, should, you could see her almost think, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, yeah, selfies with the Pope. That's, yeah, that's something. Um, the Pope, I'm going to talk later with Father Jonathan Morris, who's a friend of mine, but so much has been made about what he would say, and he came right out of the gate supporting Obama on global warming and, and even making some reference, I assume we'll hear more about it, about social justice, etc., and I assume we'll hear about immigration and refugees and capitalism and, a, you know, a nuclear-free world by the time he leaves. You know, I, look, I think it's, it's, it's likely that the Pope will push buttons of both political parties tomorrow in his speech before the Congress. This will be a historic address. It's the first time a Pope has ever gone before the Congress, and it'll be in a room. I wrote a piece about this that I put up on, on the web a little while ago at jamiedupree.com. I mean, uh, the Congress has historically been a, a place of of uh, terrible anti-Catholic rhetoric through the years. And things have changed in the Congress. I don't think anybody 100 years ago would have ever predicted that a pope would set foot in the Capitol, let alone speak to the Congress. So in that sense, it is a historic moment. I mean, look, today he did say right away, I I'm the son of immigrants and happy to be in this country that has welcomed immigrants. I'm sure he'll talk about that. But he may also talk about abortion. He could talk about religious liberty. He could talk about uh, uh, marriage. So, you know, there are a number of things that can be out there. Certainly climate change will get a lot of attention, and he gave it uh, that today, very specifically with several passages. But he, but he said once on the issue of, of gay marriage or, or the gay lifestyle, I don't remember the full, complete context. I think it was about gay priests. You know, who am I to judge? And, and that had a huge reaction from conservatives in the church. Sure. And look, I, I mean, I think the, this pope, the polls indicate that he is very popular, but it's sort of like a politician. You can't be popular with everyone. No. There are going to be some things, and he obviously has shaken things up in a different way uh, from previous popes. There is a ton of Hillary news today, and it's not a good day for her. She's out there denying that she started the birther movement. You and I covered that yesterday. Um, but more importantly, these emails, we now know that the FBI is saying that they have recovered at least some, maybe all, of the emails that she tried to delete, both individually and on her server. That is not and cannot be good news for her. Well, it, it won't be good news for her if there's something that she deleted that she shouldn't have. You're absolutely right. If, uh, if somehow she handed over absolutely everything that she was supposed to, and there was nothing nefarious in anything that she deleted, which I know a lot of Republicans find hard to believe, 
then, uh, yeah, this could be a problem for her. It sounds like, reading between the lines of these stories about the FBI, that their people were able to pretty much go in there and reconstruct things very easily. So it doesn't sound like, at least it didn't to me, that the servers had been wiped or in any way, uh, oh, you know, but, an but effort made the to get rid that, of this stuff. They're the ones that claim they were wiped. Yeah, but it, it uh, I don't know, maybe I was wrong, but just from the stories I read today, it certainly didn't seem like this was any difficult effort by the FBI to put this stuff together. So, yeah, look, if they're able to go in there and reconstruct all this stuff and find things that should not have been deleted, uh, that will certainly cause a problem for Hillary Clinton. I, I, There's no doubt about that. At that point now, she will have a real and severe uh, criminal issue before her. And then it's going to be a question of how deep this lie goes. I suspect and this is my own uh, this is my guess this is my opinion i've been around politics a long time i suspect that when she deleted those emails and thought that server was wiped clean she did not think these things would be recovered and i therefore suspect that there's going to be things on there that implicate her in some way well we'll have to see i mean that's uh, the investigation i'm not sure how swiftly it would proceed in terms of lawmakers getting their hands on any emails that were not turned over to them but we keep seeing there was another instance of this yesterday where a federal judge was telling the state department to hurry up and more documents that have come out more emails that weren't released to congressional investigators in the first place so this effort here obviously by the state department has not gone well either for them or for hillary clinton i gotta tell you one other thing and this is pretty interesting too i i, I can't give out the numbers but there are a lot of questions in a fox news poll that will be released six eastern tonight and i got a little heads up about it and the issue of her lying about the emails are dramatic i mean it's like 60 percentish i'm just giving you the uh, estimates here look as we've seen in all kinds of polling uh, out there by all kinds of organizations the issue of trustworthiness has not been very good for hillary clinton at this point in time there was a new poll that was out today nationally that showed her lead down to just eight points i think it was a bloomberg poll over vice president biden actually who was in second at 25 with Bernie Sanders right behind him. Still nothing from the VP about whether or not he's going to get in the race. He's been uh, busy trailing the Pope basically around town the last two days. In fact, the Pope is staying right across the street from where the vice president lives. I, I, I can't figure out between the lines what the VP is doing right now. It seems to me there's just so many signals going uh, each way. A yes and no on this right now. I can also tell you that Donald Trump will be happy with the Fox News poll. The top five will be Trump, Carson, Fiorina, Rubio, and Cruz. Yeah, and that sort of seems like where we're solidifying, though. I have to say I just saw some uh, photos from a Trump event down in North Charleston, South Carolina, and there were a lot of empty seats there, and that's something that has not been seen at a lot well, of Donald Trump events. Most of his events. events have been at night, and, uh, you know, uh, during the day, how many people can get out of work and go to an event to be fair to Trump? Uh, no, I'm not going to be fair to Trump on that. If you draw, you draw. I don't care what time of well, day I it mean, is. Well, I mean, did he, he have is, did he have a thousand people? Did is it, no, it, like it was Hillary? a hotel ball. It was a hotel ballroom with a lot of empty seats. Okay. So I don't know. There's uh, and and today uh, he spent a lot of time going after Marco Rubio today, which I found interesting. Uh, not much on Fiorina, but going after Rubio. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. This we still have a long way to go. And uh, the only and there's another poll out there that also shows that he went up post debate, and that's the Zogby poll. They had him at 33 percent, and uh, Ben Carson. I'm not at sure 13. that there's much trust in the Zogby polls down here in D.C., but we'll see where it goes. Well, okay, but you do trust the Fox polls, and they're they've been fairly accurate and objective, and and pretty yep. consistent with all the other polls that are out there. 
Um, but I think Hillary also has other issues that she's going to have to deal with. Can you imagine if this Jeffrey Epstein issue blows up, this Orgy Island thing blows up, and if Clinton's email server, which was on her email server, and he's emailing, in fact, like she says, and like, like Epstein said, and he pled the fifth about answering any questions about Bill, and anything comes out about that, it's all, oh, there's so much, there's so many areas where this could blow up for her just on this server issue alone, that if you're her, you've got to be nervous. You've got to be. You don't know what's deleted at this point. There's no way they remember what they deleted. Well, I would assume they have some idea of what they got rid of. And again, if it turns out that they're not personal, there's going to be problems there. Did you read the account? Ed Klein's book comes out next week. We'll do the first interview on, on this program. The book is called Unlikable, The Problem with Hillary Clinton. And in the book, it tells a story about Hillary going in the Oval Office and screaming at Obama to, and I'm quoting here, what I want you to do is call off your effing dogs, Barack. And apparently Obama is quoted as saying, there's nothing I can do for you one way or the other. Things have been set in motion. I can't and won't interfere. Your problems are frankly of your own making if you had just been honest. That What's this about? What's the context? The context is her saying to, to Obama to get, call off the dogs. Yeah, but why? Why? In other words, about the email investigation, about the... Oh, okay, I see. You know, in other words, she's, she's blaming him for it. Well, we'll see what happens, The uh, uh, the what her testimony is now less than a month away. It's that. October the 22nd. And now everything's going to be compared to every other past statement. That's where this is going to get very dicey for her. In other words, any conflict, if, if deleted emails don't consist of yoga, a wedding, a funeral, and conversations with Bill, and have anything to do with work then everybody's going to interpret that, rightly so, as having lied. And what if they uh, are all just about yogas and yoga and birthdays? 33000 Good luck. <laughs> Jamie, okay. I, I will bet any amount of money that you want to bet that they find something in this. Yeah, we'll if, they, if, they, if they recovered it, if the reports that they recovered it are all true, and I have to assume that they are. We've had the dates announced for the general election presidential debates so this is next year we're not talking about this year but these will be the three presidential debates for next year when and where i got to see where i'm traveling uh wright state university which is just outside dayton ohio in late september then st louis at washington university and then las vegas at unlv those will be the three uh, presidential debates exactly we're going to vegas baby come on and then the VP debate Pay will be the kid. Sorry. to the west of uh, Richmond in, in Virginia at Longwood U- University. So those are your four debates. Uh, right, go starting, through it. Give me the cities again. I was getting, uh, Dayton, Ohio. I like Dayton. Great. Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. I like St. Louis. Good. Vegas. Love Vegas. Those are the three presidential debates. And then the VP debate in a place called Farmville, Virginia, which is sort of in between uh, Richmond and Lynchburg, Virginia. Well, those aren't bad spots. I think all of those are pretty cool. Yeah, so that'll, that'll be your four going to be year. Are you going to be going all of them? I would hope so, yes. Yeah. Did you see the Hill today in that the plan to depose, depose Boehner is gathering steam? Uh, I don't know. I, I take issue with, with that. I've been you know sniffing around and talking to a lot of people. I think the same problem is still there for the people that want Boehner out. They don't really have a game plan that's agreed on on how they're going to do it. Uh, they need the votes of Democrats to push Boehner out in the first place, and that has turned off some people. 
There's no agreement on who should be the replacement for Boehner. Some people would uh, just say elevate McCarthy, the the majority leader. Other people say they want Jim McCarthy Jordan or somebody else. McCarthy is scheduled else. to be on my TV show tonight, and you know that these guys have been avoiding me like the plague. Why would he be on all of a sudden tonight? He's willing to be on my show. Well, he has said that uh, there's nothing going on, but you can ask him. But just talking with members, it's clear something is up. Because I've asked a couple members point blank, and they've gotten this little look on their face like uh, they ain't telling me anything, but I know that there's something going on. But again, it's the organizational situation that I'm not sure about right now. And they will need, if the Democrats want to join with them to knock out Boehner, they can do that. But I think for some Republicans, they'd rather not have that. If I'm a uh, Democrat, Democrats involved. Yeah, if I'm a Democrat, I don't want to knock him out. If I'm a um, Democrat, I'm thinking I get everything I want with this guy anyway. I don't know. You can, uh, if I'm a Democrat, you can look at it and say I can screw with the Republicans big time by sending them into this big battle yeah, where it's they, unknown where they end maybe, up. Maybe, but then they end up with somebody who's more principled than now everything that that they used to roll Boehner on. They can't roll the new guy on. What have they rolled Boehner on? Uh, immigration, health care. They didn't use the power of the purse, and I would argue that Republicans will fund Planned Parenthood. Now, they did get sequestration. I will give Boehner credit for that. Yeah, I, again, it's if you Boehner has been able to pass everything you want. He's been able to get all that through the House. It's just he can't get it through the Senate and get it to I, the I president's I got all of desk. that. It's a combination of Boehner and McConnell. Fair point on your part. But with that said, their unwillingness to use the power of the purse has angered the conservative base because they basically telegraph and say they will not shut the government down. And that gives all the leverage to Obama and Obama rolls them. There's a great column that goes deep into the weeds in this by Ted Cruz today in Politico. Yeah, well, again, if you don't have the votes, you can't do it. Got it. But you know what? They could fund everything else in the government even spend $500 million, a half a billion dollars on women's health issues, but not give it to Planned Parenthood, fund the government. Uh, either the Senate won't take it up and filibuster, or the president will veto it, and then they just sit back and say, why are the Democrats shutting it down? We funded the government. Well, they're going to try in the short term. The problem is is that the short-term CR is often not used for riders like that. That's the that's one of the biggest problems. And yeah. again, the Republicans that I interview in the halls... But it's must-pass legislation. There's no agreement. That's, that's go back to 2010. That's how they got the sequestration. It was must-pass legislation, and they fought in that instance. They got down to the end on the debt limit, yes. Yeah. All right, listen, do you, uh, do you do fantasy football? No, I do not, no. Oh, you need to get involved. It's so much fun. All right, Jamie, we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, Sean. Warning. This radio show is not approved by the Obama administration. We need to stop it. We need to stop it as soon as possible. Sean Hannity will be right back. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB.